This is the Jason Walker Show. Two-time National Sports Media Association Montana Sportscaster of the Year and three-time loser, the Jason Walker Show. The best local and statewide sports coverage featuring the biggest guests from Montana. Flint Rasmussen uh, joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. He's freaking exhausting, too. You used to dance a lot more. Yeah, I know, lady. I'm 51 years old now. The NAI Hall of Famers, Mike Van Deese joining us here, Jason Walker Show. And is it just a deal where quarterbacks have to be good golfers? Well, that's all they have time for. They don't work out. They don't lift weights. They don't do anything else. They might as well go get on the golf course and at least have some fun. And from across the country. Doug Gottlieb, our guest here on the Jason Walker Show. End of the day, remember, it, it's your show. It's got your name on it. Howie Mandel, our guest here. Jason Walker, deal or no deal. The Jason Walker Show, broadcasting from the major mortgage man cave. Here's Jason Walker. Hey, what up? Happy Wednesday. Jason Walker Show presented by Capital Collision Center. Montana State Law says it is your vehicle. It is your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center. Coming up today in the Major Mortgage Man Cave, we are, uh, Nicole, you're welcome. We got a, we got a, our Bengal tennis shirt. Is it, uh, is it this camera? Yeah, there you go. Our Bengal tennis shirt right there. Thanks to, uh, Nicole for that. But uh, coming up in the Major Mortgage Man Cave today, we're going to talk some football. Speaking of the Bengals, uh, head coach of the football team, Scott Evans, will join us and uh, talk about the um, preview of the upcoming season. Also, uh, we're going to talk rodeo with Ryan and Darcy Mapston, the new rodeo coaches at the University of Providence. And uh, the coaches, what's their plan? And um, just talk about uh, their and their plans for uh, the Argos. It's going to be fun. Uh, let's see. You can watch on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. You can listen on Podbean, Network One Sports, TreasureStateRadio.com, and uh, so much more. Go to JasonWalkerShow.com. You can email Jason at JasonWalkerShow.com. You can tweet us at JWalkerSports. You can uh, get a hold of us via the text or uh, the call at 406-209-1267. There you go. All right, uh, let's get uh, started with some golf news. Cade McDonough from Sentinel, sophomore, won the Missoula Invitational that wrapped up yesterday at um, Cannon River in East Missoula, which is a great golf course. Got a chance to play it a couple of weeks ago. Wow, super fun. Super, super fun. Uh, McDonough won state as a freshman, and he's 15, and uh, just won the Missoula Invitational. He went 71 at Larchmont Monday, and then a 68 at Canyon River. So that's pretty good. Sentinel won as a team. Glacier second by 23. And on the girls' side, defending state A champ Macy Greenwood won it. She went 77 and 72, and she gets the victory. Glacier won the team title. Capital was second by two strokes back, the girls, which is uh, a very nice showing. So pretty cool. So that's some golf, if you are uh, so into uh, high school golf. We've got high school football starting back tomorrow night. Butte and Bozeman, or Butte uh, and Great Falls High Plain. I mean, we're here, folks. <laughs> Football season is here. Along with soccer, cross country, volleyball, everything else. But yeah, football season is upon us. You got the high schools this week. You get college this weekend as well. Uh, in the frontier, Cats and Grizz open up in a, what, 10 days? Man. Man, it's going to get busy now for folks. <laughs> uh, speaking of Providence, which we did yesterday, their volleyball team, the Argos, uh, ranked number 10 in the NAI Women's Volleyball Coaches Poll, the first time in the top 10, which is really cool. Argos are 4-0. They started preseason 14th. They went 4-0 last week, the Big Sky Challenge in Butte. They got a win over uh, Grandview and Eastern Oregon, both who were at the time top 10 
8 and 6. Now the Argos at 10 and Eastern Oregon and Grandview are behind them. Argos heading off to Omaha for a four-game tournament in a couple of weeks. They'll play 7th-ranked Concordia out of Nebraska, and then they'll go to Arizona. Let's see here. Montana Tech came in at 17. Rocky cracks the poll at 25. Carroll receiving votes. Frontier Volleyball is really, really good. And I think people forget how good it is. You've got great coaches in the Frontier Conference Volleyball. You've got uh, longevity, which helps. And just fantastic freaking players. So good. So congrats to uh, the Providence volleyball team cracking into the top ten. You've got three frontier teams ranked. You also have uh, some frontier teams ranked in in a poll that I vote on. Um, it's called the uh, NAIA F-ball, football, at NAIA F-ball on the Twitter. But uh, our preseason top 25 in the NAIA has Lindsey Wilson at number one, Morningside two, Northwestern three, Grandview four, Kaiser five. Kaiser, Florida, has made a rise in the last three years that I don't think anybody would have ever expected. The highest-ranked Frontier Conference team is the College of Idaho at 15th, and tied for 21st is Eastern Oregon. Now, Eastern Oregon was picked by the coaches to win the Frontier. But you've got Eastern Oregon College of Idaho ranked in our top 25. That is the NAI football Twitter poll that we put out uh, each and every week. Uh, we've been doing this for a few years now. So uh, that's our preseason top 25. You can weigh in on that, at Jay Walker Sports on the Twitter. You can uh, Facebook, email, whatever you want. You can call in. Who's going to win the Frontier this year? Who do you think? Um, it's interesting. Going to be a good battle, I, I believe, in the frontier. And, uh, you know, I, I put College of Idaho right there. I put Eastern Oregon. In fact, I had Eastern Oregon ranked ahead of College of Idaho, as did the coaches. Um, I think Montana Tech's going to be really, really good. I think Western's going to be really, really good. In fact, we'll talk to UM Western coach Ryan Norse tomorrow on the, on the program. Norse... Um, and his Western Bulldogs will open up at home on Saturday, taking on Carroll College, who I have fifth in my poll. And then you've got Rocky and Northern are my other two. But I think Northern's going to make some noise this year. I think Northern is a better football team. And I think Northern, if things go right early in the season, I think Northern could win, win a few football games this year. If they can get a win or two early, Northern could finish middle of the pack. I, I firmly believe that. Got a hell of a coach in Andrew Rowland. You got a great football co- I mean, legend on the defensive side in Mike Van Deest. Let's not forget he's up there. So you can weigh in anytime. What is uh, what's your choice for who wins the frontier? Uh, you can let me know before tomorrow, even. Uh, and also tomorrow we'll have predictions for the first time. I will tell you who wins weekend games. We'll pick five or six for the weekend. And then I'll tell you who I think is going to win the double uh, A and uh, who I think will win the Frontier and maybe even the – well, we'll save the big sky for the next week. But our first round of predictions is coming up tomorrow. Also tomorrow, like I said, Coach Ryan Norse from Western, Lizzie Klinker will join us. The Fairfield, Great Falls High, Idaho standout, Utah State as well. Um, she's moving over to Germany next week to play basketball with Mackenzie Johnston. So we'll talk to Lizzie tomorrow here on the show. Um, also got Scott Evans coming up here in just a couple of minutes. Well, actually about uh, 20 or so. Maybe less than that. I don't know, 15. But when we return here on the Jason Walker Show, we are going to chat rodeo with the Mapstons, legends in the state of Montana, Ryan and Darcy Mapston, the new rodeo coaches of Providence. Join us next here on the Jason Walker Show, presented by Capital Collision Center. Montana State Law says it is your vehicle, it is your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center on Euclid in Helena. Coming right back with the Mapstons next.
New vehicles keep coming, and Capital Collision Center keeps earning certifications to repair them. They're Helena's newest GM-certified facility. No matter the make or year, they repair your car to manufacturer's standards and requirements, maintaining its safety and value. Montana State Law says it's your vehicle and it's your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center, certified in GM, Subaru, and Nissan, and Helena's only shop certified in Honda, Acura, and Ford. When you value safety, go to Capital Collision Center on Euclid. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the Major Mortgage Team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major Mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918, or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. Do you love to look at photos of Montana from animals to landscapes and more? Are you looking for a place to get your senior pictures or family portraits done? Are you a business owner looking to upgrade the decor in your offices? Well, look no further than Mark LaRoe Photography. Mark has been shooting beautiful photos all across the Treasure State from rodeos to portraits and would love to work with you. Visit MarkLaRoePhotography.com to see many masterpieces of his work. Then give him a call to schedule your own photo shoot. Or to purchase one of his fantastic pieces, stop by Spirit of the Big Sky Gallery on Custer in Helena. Mark LaRoe, photography.com. Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings, or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm Agent Mike Miller in Helena today. Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rutgers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rutgers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta Eye Comfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $299. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show. Welcome back, Jason Walker Show, presented by Capital Collision Center. Hanging out today in a major mortgage man cave on a beautiful Wednesday. Got out and did 18 this morning. Got uh, league tonight. Be playing a tournament this weekend. We'll be playing Pro-Am next uh, Monday, my birthday, by the way. Monday, August 30th, my birthday. Uh, up at Meadowlark, back next Tuesday. So. Still to come, we're going to talk some football with Helena High head coach Scott Evans. But uh, we also have on this day in history coming up in the walk-off, too. But last week, they named the new rodeo coaches at the University of Providence, replacing Sylvan Lacrosse. And it is uh, legends in the state of Montana. Ryan and Darcy Mapston, each uh, some circuit finals uh, champions in the state of Montana. And uh, Ryan's been to the NFR, the national finals. And uh, great family, a rodeo family. And they're going to do wonders at Providence. And to join us to talk about it now are the Mapstons, Ryan and Darcy, on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. Well, first off, uh, how you guys doing? How's the summer been? Oh, it's it's busy. You know, we've been going to a few rodeos with the kids, and uh, what little hair we got, we put that up. But uh, it's been hot and dry, like everywhere. It has, and you mentioned the hay. Uh, let's let's let me hit on that real quick because a lot of uh, farmers and ranchers across the state and across the uh, the country have lost a lot because of the conditions. How much uh, has it affected you guys? 
Well, we didn't get much hay put up, so we're going to do uh, alternative. We're going to have we put together some straw, and we're going to do some liquid feed. Gotcha, gotcha. I'm talking with Ryan and Darcy Mapston here, Jason Walker Show, and the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. The uh, the new rodeo coaches at the University of Providence, which is really cool. Darcy, wh- why? Let me ask you that. Why? Uh, why no? <laughs> Well, actually, uh, they came to Ryan and and asked if he'd be, you know, willing to uh, coach for the college. And um, at first, we we didn't think we could do it uh, because of our kids being in the high school and junior high rodeos right now. We're pretty busy with that. And then um, they were having trouble finding somebody, and so we decided that maybe we could help them out. It's uh, definitely a good thing, and they've got a pretty good program there, Ryan, with, uh, you know, that, that Dick Lyman started and, and Sylvan, you know, the fill-in for, uh, for a couple of years. But what was the uh, conversation like when they first came to you? Well, the, you know, they, uh, like Darcy said, they asked if, if we could do it, and, um, uh, you know, they're, they're in a bit of a rebuilding. They it didn't sound like they were going to be able to have the program, and then now they – have decided to commit to the program and and we felt like you know it's something that we could definitely help the kids with and um so we decided to to step in talking on the mike miller state farm hotline with the new rodeo coaches at the university of providence ryan and darcy mapston uh was it something you guys decided we have to do this together or how did this work out well they asked uh initially if i would be interested in the job and and I, I thought at the time that they probably had more uh, women on the team than men, so I suggested that they hire Darcy. And uh, and then with that also, as Darcy said, um, with our kids we wouldn't have time. And then they got back with us, and and um, they wanted to, wanted both of us to come along. And and and, and I think it'll be a, a really good deal for the girls. Darcy has a lot of experience, especially in the barrel racing and. And then her time in college and with the rough stock end, I can help. So they decided to make it a, a joint effort, and, and we thought that sounded good to us. Darcy, do you ever consider coaching in the past, or was this, aside from your own kids, obviously, or was this uh, something cool that you're like, i got to hop on this because this is, this is fun? Well, it is fun. I've helped, you know, girls, um, you know, for years that, you know, come and ask me for help. Um, but no, I never, I guess, really considered coaching for the college before. It's a, it's definitely a different thing. There's no question about that. Uh, but like Ryan mentioned, you've got a ton of experience. How will that help? How does, how do you coach on the, that side of the arena? Well, um, a lot of barrel racing is horsemanship, um, taking care of your horse and riding it well, um, getting it working well, which um, I, I pretty much do that every day at home. So, um, that comes super, uh, natural for me. And then I was a goat tire in college, high school and college. Um, so I really love goat tying and breakaway. I also did in high school and college. And now, uh, our daughter's a breakaway roper and goat tire. So, um, yeah, we do it all the time and, uh, it's just a lot of practice. Uh, practice is where you get better and um, just have a lot, lots of practice and you get better. Talking with uh, Ryan and Darcy Mapston. Ryan, same question to you. You've had a lot of experience. You both have you know, great experience, especially on the Montana circuit. You know the state. You know these rodeos these kids are going to be going to. Um, and you know a lot of the other um, you know, coaches across the, the Big Sky region. But how how will you teach the rough stock events? Well, I you know I guess in the past I've I've done rodeo schools that were specifically for bronc riding and um, and so that's where my uh, my value is going to be is in coaching the bronc riders and a lot of the bareback riding stuff a lot of it crosses over with uh, you know how to how to act around a horse especially young horses that are green and how to get your saddle uh, set on the horse how you do your shoot procedure and, and, and being around horses, that stuff's going to be in the bareback riding and the bronc riding. And, and so um, the bull riding, I'm not, I'm, I'm not a bull rider, uh, <laughs> so I'm not going to have as much expertise on that. Um, I did get on a few when I was younger, but uh, not to 
where I could, you know, say I was much of a bull rider. But uh, but what we do bring to the table where we don't have the expertise is we've got so many contacts, old friends that that are experts in these uh, events that we're not experts in. So uh, we're going to pull on that pretty hard to uh, make sure that the kids at the college are going to they're going to get to be in front of some some really terrific uh, instruction. So that's going to be what we're going to focus on. Ryan and Darcy Mapson joining us from the uh, the home ranch. It sounds like, and man, what a beautiful view behind you! Guys couldn't pick a better view for the, for this interview. Great job on that. <laughs> I think you've got that part nailed already. Um, all right. So on that, with, you know the the teaching and obviously the contacts. You've been in the rodeo industry for forever. It's a family. Um, obviously, people are maybe chomping at the bit, or are they chomping at the bit to come and help you guys? It's brand new, so you know we're just getting uh, acquainted with the, the the administration, the kids, the process, and uh, and so you know we're we're kind of learning the ropes right now ourselves as far as the positions that we're going to be holding, uh, what the requirements and everything is about that. So it's it's brand new, really, and but we've had a lot of uh, support so far, and uh, and and I and I don't doubt that it's going to continue. You mentioned a couple of times with the kids traveling in junior high and high school rodeos. Will you both be able to attend? Because the high school stuff goes in the fall and the spring, too, just like the Big Sky region. So how's that going to work family-wise? Well, we're going to try to go with our kids. Um, So we told them when we took the job that actually our kids are going to have to come first. And uh, Riley, our son, is a junior, so we only have two more years in high school rodeo with him. And, like, the schedule this fall, it looks like we can make two of the college rodeos, and then the other two we're going to find somebody to go with our college kids and uh, help them, you know, get to the rodeos and be safe. Um, Sometimes colleges will send, you know, their kids by themselves to the college rodeos, mm-hmm. and we don't really want to do that. So we're going to have somebody uh, along with them to help if something comes up, and um, and then video. And so then when we get home, we can go over their videos, see what we need to work on, and go from there. When you're teaching goat tying, at what point do you say, okay, now jump off the horse? <laughs> down the arena. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, and and goat tying is so awesome because I don't know if you you know you've watched it, but yep. like they are going full speed and they just step off and they're running. So um, it's a timing thing. You have to uh, decide how far you want to run to the goat. And uh, yeah, these young girls, they're just uh, there's they have so much courage and they're tough. And um, you start out slow. I mean, you don't start out going 100 miles an hour, but, you know, if you start off slow, loping down the arena, stepping off, then you add a little speed, and then you add a little speed, and pretty soon you're running and stepping off, and you're flying to the goat. All right, let me ask you, since I have you both, who's taking a harder fall in the dirt, jumping off a goat (laughs) or on the Bronx? Bronx. Probably the Bronx. Yeah, by far. Yeah, <laughs> although there are some really good goat wrecks. Um, so at the high school rodeos, you see a few that they hurt. But um, yeah, bronc riding by far is yeah. it's way yeah. tougher. Yeah. Um, Ryan, you said uh, you, so. Who are you going to bring in to help with bulls? Since you're not a bull rider. Um, I don't know yet. Is the honest answer. <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah, I'm going to have to ponder that a little bit, and we'll get somebody in that can do the job. shouldn't be too hard to find. No, there's a lot of people around, but uh, it, it's it's such a great, like I said, Coach Lyman did such a great job getting this program started. And tell me about the team that's coming back. Uh, I'm sure you've you've already looked at, you know, these, these, bo- these boys and girls, basically, guys and ladies now, but you know them. I mean, you've seen a lot of them in high school events or – or maybe, you know, some coming from out of state. But what do you know about the returning roster? Uh, we've got a the, – the, the team has been uh, cut pretty short here with last year's uh, uh, stuff. And 
So they're wanting to rebuild it, and there's a, a handful of kids that are coming back that uh, – uh, there's a couple boys that both ride bulls, and one of them rides broncs. The one of them doesn't know he's going to ride broncs yet, but we're going to <laughs> try to get him going in the bronc riding too. So, and then there's a couple girls that uh, that are going to three girls that are uh, going to be doing the girls' events, and so um, they look like they're they're pretty eager and they want to get something done, and so that's our goal. We want to make sure that they're that they can be as competitive in this region as anybody. It is a tough region. The Big Sky region, in my opinion, is the best in the nation. I mean, when you talk about MSU and, and UM Western, just those two alone, but you throw in Northwest in there, you throw in, you know, the University of Montana, Northern, even Providence. There's some really, I mean, Mile City and, and Dawson, too, some great, great talent in this region. How does the Argos plan to compete in future years once you get a full roster? Well, I think we're going to compete very well, actually. I, I uh, you know, we feel like you, like Darcy said, the gains are made in the practice pen. And, and so our practices are going to be, uh, we're going to make good use of the time. We're going to have great practice and we're going to just continue to help these kids to, you know, they're going to get as good as, as they set their goals to. And so, we want to make sure they set high goals and, and be very competitive. So we're going to do everything we can to help them along. Well, we'll do whatever we can here at the show, too, because we love rodeo. We talk about it almost every day here on the Jason Walker Show. And from college to high school to the to the pros and everything in between, it's a lot of fun. But um, I, don't, I don't know if you knew this, but they renamed the Last Chance Stampede Fairgrounds. They named it Cool Alley Arena. Did you ever get on Cool Alley? I, yeah, I did. That was one of my favorite all-time horses. That's yeah. cool. She, uh, she's a, an amazing horse. I didn't realize they'd renamed that, but that's very cool. Yeah, they did it this I year. I had her in uh, San Antonio. I had her in uh, Calgary Stampede. And amazing horse. Yeah, definitely. Uh, favorite ride on her? Uh, you know, I've set the arena record in San Antonio, Texas on her. Um, I won the round on her in, in Calgary. Those were both pretty memorable rides. I definitely remember those. Um, hey, it's been a pleasure talking with you guys. And uh, like I said, if there's anything we can do to help out with the, the Providence Rodeo team, we're all in too. So um, love those uh, love those guys up there, Doug Hashley and, and Dave Gant and all those uh, folks, Sarge and everybody. So, um, yeah, they're great up there at the administration. They're just going, doing everything they can to support us, and we, we appreciate it so much. Well, we appreciate you guys joining us and uh, and taking over this program so it can continue um, its growth. But uh, congratulations, good luck, and uh, reach out if you need us. Thank, Thank you. you very much. That's uh, Ryan and Darcy Mapston joining us on the uh, Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. Oh, hey, how you doing? Uh, speaking of, hold on, this is cool. i got to grab this. Uh, this just came in. I just got it today. Um, check this out. Speaking of Cool Alley Arena, this will be hanging now in the uh, in the Major Mortgage Man Cave. Um, that um, was from this year. They started selling it this year at the Last Chance Stampede, but we got one to hang up here in the uh, Major Mortgage Man Cave. So that is uh, a picture from a local artist. I can't remember the name right now, but um, that's pretty damn cool. So, uh, oh, is it Nick Lattice did it? Um, but that is Cool Alley and Billy Etbauer, one of his 93-point rides at the National Finals Rodeo. So, Cool Alley Arena. So, we'll get that hung up here in the, uh, in the Major Mortgage Man Cave. Uh, right, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back. Now that we got stuff all over the place. Uh, when we come back, we will uh, chat some football. How's that? Helena High football coach Scott Evans will join us. The Bengals open up the season on Friday night at home, taking on the Hawks of Bozeman. And we'll find out what to expect. When we return here, Jason Walker Show, this segment was brought to you by our friends at Rutgers Furniture. Make the quality choice for your home at Rutgers Furniture. 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Scott Evans coming up next. 
Store-wide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rutgers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rutgers, you'll find store-wide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta iComfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $299. Ask for details. You'll find store-wide savings at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Yes, it's true that Montana is a long way from the Gulf Coast, but you can bring that Cajun flavor home with a stop at Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys to classic sandwiches, Cafe Zydeco has all the best Cajun in town. Are you in the mood for seafood gumbo or crawfish etouffee? Maybe you're craving jambalaya with some shrimp and grits. Head in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or call ahead for pickup or delivery. Cafe Zydeco will fix all your southern cravings, even on a chilly Montana day. Cafe Zydeco is a proud sponsor of the Jason Walker Show. Do you love to look at photos of Montana from animals to landscapes and more? Are you looking for a place to get your senior pictures or family portraits done? Are you a business owner looking to upgrade the decor in your offices? Well, look no further than Mark LaRoe Photography. Mark has been shooting beautiful photos all across the Treasure State from rodeos to portraits and would love to work with you. Visit MarkLaRoePhotography.com to see many masterpieces of his work, then Give him a call to schedule your own photo shoot. Or to purchase one of his fantastic pieces, stop by Spirit of the Big Sky Gallery on Custer in Helena. Mark Photography.com. More of the Jason Walker Show coming up. Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings, or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Mike Miller in Helena today. New vehicles keep coming, and Capital Collision Center keeps earning certifications to repair them. They're Helena's newest GM-certified facility. No matter the make or year, they repair your car to manufacturer's standards and requirements, maintaining its safety and value. Montana State Law says it's your vehicle and it's your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center, certified in GM, Subaru, and Nissan, and Helena's only shop certified in Honda, Acura, and Ford. When you value safety, go to Capital Collision Center on Euclid. Everyone knows about Dinners Done Right and the convenience of the cook and carry cuisines. It's so easy to just stop by and you have something for dinner that night. But there's also one more thing you need to know about. Dinners Done Right grab-and-go salad bar. Yes, I said salad bar. Always the freshest ingredients along with a daily soup and nacho bar too. So the next time you are in a rush or you just want to eat healthy, stop by Dinners Done Right for the soup, salad, and nacho bar. For monthly menus and more info, it's dinnersdoneright.com. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the Major Mortgage Team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major Mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918, or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. This is the Jason Walker Show. Welcome back. Final segment on a Wednesday. Jason Walker Show in the Capital. Presented by Capital Collision Center in the Major Mortgage Man Cave. You see that CSI is rebooting another CSI? This time it's called CSI Vegas. William Peterson Gil Grissom is coming back. So that's kind of cool. But it's literally just CSI. But now it's CSI Vegas, but it's still CSI. Uh, I didn't watch, like, NCIS or... No, not NCIS. CSI uh, Miami. Eh. New York was terrible. 
Didn't they try another one too, I think? I don't know. CSI, the original, was the best. Like the first nine years. Uh, by the way, Helena High is on the road at Great Falls High this uh, this Friday night. I got so many schedules floating through my head right now. No excuse. Be better. Dan Patrick would say every day is the Super Bowl. Speaking of, none of these kids are going to play in the Super Bowl this year, but maybe down the road in the AA. And to chat about the AA and his team, the Helena High head coach, his name is Scott Evans, and he joins us now here on the Jason Walker Show. Mike Miller, State Farm Hotline. All right, Coach. Uh, well, how was the summer? Let's start there. No, it was awesome. I mean, I, it was kind of nice to have a little sense of normalcy around here. And, you know, you, you, of course, you're a new normal, I guess I'd say, but it was good out here. I had a great workout. The kids did a good job and had a good participation in numbers, and the kids got after it. And it, I think they wanted to do things just as much as I did, so it was easy to get them going. Yeah, but did you take some time away from football this summer and, like, like just hang out and, and be a normal dude? Oh, I was a normal dude. I got to go. I, my wife and I've got a nice little place over Court Lane now, and we have some land over there, so I get to play logger and Sawyer and go chalk down trees with a chainsaw and do things like that. So I enjoyed the heck out of that. Get to go enjoy some time on a pontoon boat and play with the kids a little bit. So, no, I had a good time. Well, you know, the, my wife and I just got some property up at Sealy, and we need to clear everything. So uh, I'll be uh, in, enlisting you for some help in the next couple summers, I I think. I, I'll tell you what, there's not much more satisfactory and therapeutic than a chainsaw getting lit up for a little bit. That's a good time. Uh, there you go. We're talking with Scott Evans, the Helena High football coach here, Mike Miller, State Farm Hotline. Um you guys had your scrimmage. You got two days out of the way. You uh, got uh, camp started, all that fun stuff. And uh, take me through the scrimmage. What did you like? What did you not like? You know, I, I liked our, our younger kids. You know, our, our guy guys that we know played a lot of football games, that scrimmage never really gets to show the whole details of what those guys can do. But I love some of the younger guys, uh, the Keller Woodlands of the world, the R.J. Goulon, guys like that for guys that we are looking at from a varsity perspective that got some playing time and they got to shine through. And I, I love what Carter Kraft did as a backup quarterback for us. So I feel like we're walking in a season in a situation where we have some solid backups and that's what that scrimmage kind of shows us for anything else. Now, if we were in a veteran squad, that scrimmage would have to show us a lot more, but with having so many starters returning, we're in a situation where we kind of know who's viable on Friday night. And now we need to know who those other guys are going to be. So I love their scrimmage. I like to hustle more than anything from some of our younger guys. How's practice going? Because it's different now because, well, you haven't really had it yet, to, uh, but you go into a game week preparation now. Yeah, it's it, it changed. You know, you, you go from two days from last week and, you know, basically football, football, football to now kind of a, a regularly scheduled time period where you're going to start taking into consideration the, the school aspect for the kids and our scheduling for a game. So we're on regular season schedule right now. So today's kind of a, an adapting for our kids as well. So they're, they're getting here at different times. And so you're juggling teenage boys. So sometimes they can't figure out what a schedule is. So we're doing a little bit of scheduling today for them and helping them out, but we'll be on track pretty well by, I, I think they get kind of the whole gist of everything by tomorrow. You mentioned, uh, you know, you got a veteran squad and, and it starts, let's start on that offensive side with Caden Hewitt. I mean, the kid is—he's your every—he's all all everything, and, and what a great kid, uh, committed to the Grizz, which you know I guess he's just a good kid now instead of a great kid, but um, <laughs> being a Bobcat fan, but he's got that situation out of the way. You've got a few of your guys that have that college situation figured out. Now they can just play football this fall, and they don't have to worry about anything. How much of a stress reliever is that for them? Do you think? I think it's a big relief. I know I even know from a personal basis my own son, Marcus, and Caden, we've had long talks about it, and even some of our other guys, Forrest and Josh and some of these kids, you know, recruiting's hectic. It, it becomes a full-time job in its own right. And so they get, uh, you know, they're inundated, and it's not because the college coaches want them, so they, they're going to get a lot of information, a lot of things thrown at them during the season. And I, I think making that early decision for those kids they get in a situation where they can relax a little bit and understand that they they have a next step, and I think that's a, a that that's a 
very calming thing for them, and they can get their focus on the next next stage of their life, play football for us. So I, I love that they did it, and I, I think they make good choices for themselves and for their team. And I just I think both of them kind of got a little relief, and I think some of our other guys are still kind of stressed a little bit by it because it's it's always there. It's always something down the road. So the early commit thing, I I'm more in favor of it than any other time now, just because it's there's so much recruiting going on and so much part of their life that it gives the kids don't get a break from it sometimes. Talking with Scott Evans, the Helena High Bengal football coach, about the upcoming season, which starts on Friday night at Gray Falls High. We'll talk about that game here in a second. But going back to Caden, and every everybody needs to get better in between you know seasons. What did he do better to get as to be a better quarterback this uh, this fall for the Bengals? I think it's you know learning the game. I think he's gotten a point where you know he is so athletic and he has great arm and he has all the tools you want as a quarterback. Now it's just understanding the game a little bit more and, and sometimes not trying to make the big play, but just make the play that gets gets the drive going. And it's that's that aspect that sometimes you just don't have to be a superhero; you just be a hero. And I think that's one of the things we kind of work on with him is taking that mental aspect to a little higher plane. And sometimes that dump-off route is just as important as that deep ball he throws. So I think management of the game is one of the things he worked on in the offseason, and that's what we see as coaching staff. He started to take some of those throws that he would have taken as a sophomore or junior. Now he's taking that dump-off route to a running back and some of the other guys. So he's handling the game better. Just It slowed down for him quite a bit. You manage, uh, stay on the offense, and I saw in the, uh, after the scrimmage, you guys are going to play a lot of two-way guys, and that includes, uh, you know, guys like Josh and, and Forrest Suero, um, having to play on that O-line too. But that, you said that if you want to be good, that's what you got to do nowadays. Yeah, it, you know, it's, it's, it's evident that, you know, you, you'd love to say that all your kids are a Forrest Suero and a Josh Goldman, but they're not. I mean, that, those are two incredible football players, and we need them on both sides of football. And, Sometimes their 80% is better than most people's 100%. So we got to kind of look at it that way. Now we have to do a good job of managing their time. So when they get a chance to get a break, we give them as much breaks as we possibly can. So they're better in the fourth quarter. But they're, they're you know, the caliber of athletes of some of these guys is they're higher level. They're, they've played a lot of downs and they can handle the, the scrutiny and they can handle the pressure of playing both sides. So we can't take them off the field because, you know, they just give us an advantage over other teams. Well, let me ask you this, with, with guys like Forrest and Josh and, and the other two-way players, whether it's on your team or around the state, where do you want them at their best in the fourth quarter, on that O-line or on that D-line or on the defensive side of the ball? Because we know how important both both positions are in the trenches. Yeah, and the nice thing about it is, is like, I know for our staff one here, we got we got a good crew of D-linemen as well as some quality backups in the O-line as well. So we have to take those reps, and it's got to be – it's a game management system. So I can't really say that in a fourth quarter, I mean, we might have a different package in defensively that we may not need a Josh Goldman so we can put in a rush situation. But, you know, if we're in a heavy run time, we're going to need a Josh Goldman in there. And there's that time, I guess, the old saying is you got to kind of nut it up sometimes. And those guys in the fourth quarter, they're going to have to do that. And we're going to hopefully give them enough rest in the second and third quarters to get them in a situation where they can play that full fourth quarter on both sides of the ball, and hopefully that will work out for us. And, and once again, it's a game-by-game choice, so I don't really know when the best time for offense and when the best time for defense until we get that crucial moment. Then we're going to have to step up as coaches, and some of those guys have to step up a little bit higher as players as well. Of course, you'd like to be up like 45 nothing in the third and just rest everybody, right? That makes the clock go a lot faster, too. <laughs> that, that would always be a good thing. That 45 nothing is a good thing. I've had it on both sides, and I, both of them are kind of a painstaking on both ends. But now with the continuous clock, I'll take it even more. We know about uh, Caden. We know about the uh, O-line. But tell me about your running backs and your wide receivers. Um, love our running backs. You know, we got Marcus back there. we got Cade Holland. Um, those are two quality football players right there. They play on both sides of the ball as well for us. Mm-hmm. We think, you know, we're pretty big at tailback. You know, Mark Schmoe's about 215, and Holland's 180 pounds and a great hockey player, too. So, and he's interchangeable. He's a, he's a, a weapon that we're going to have to use a lot of. So I, I love that backfield because both of them are kind of a, you know, I, in baseball, there's a five tool player. They're three tool backs. They can run, they can block, and they can catch balls. So we, we're, we feel very good with those two running backs back there. 
And then at receiver, you know, we got Chase McGurn back, who we're excited about. You know, you got Kate Schlepp, Carson Anderson, Coulter Petrie, Corbin Lucci, some guys that not all of them had varsity time, but there's about four of them got a lot of turns last year. So we're expecting high – we have high expectations of that crew. I, I actually like our receiver crew quite a bit this year. Uh, you're a defensive guy. I know you love you love that defensive side of the ball. Tell me about that side. You know that that's the side that we we kind of you know we pride ourselves on here at Elmhurst. We always have, and uh, you know we got some guys returning that we feel are some of the best in the state. You know, with Forrest out there and and Mark just coming back, as well as the fact that we got Josh Goldman on the D line as well. And then the back row is actually I think where our strong suit is. I looked at our corners with Chase McGurn coming back. You got a Coulter Petrie who started for us before as well, and Devin Lorenzo at safety, and then you throw Carson Anderson at corner. We got a quality crew of guys back there. I just, I think from a defense standpoint, the nice thing about us, we got some quality D linemen this year that we feel we're a little bit deeper than years past. That some guys who have stepped up as sophomores and as juniors who who gained a lot of experience last year and now they're they're going to go on a varsity level. So I, I'm excited to see this defense on the field. I, I think it's going to be one of those things that. You know, people are going to say, oh, we lost this guy and that guy. But I think the guys that we're putting in there are just as good as the guys we had last year, if not better. Well, and that says a lot because you had pretty good defense the last few years, too. Scott Evans, our guest here, Jason Walker Show. You opened up a great fall tie on the road at Memorial. It's a beautiful stadium. We all love the place, the turf. Everything is great up there. But what do you expect out of the Bison? Because uh, they're always an unknown. But last year they started getting better again under Coach Sampson. You know, they got some quality football players. They got probably one of the best athletes in the state, Reed Harrison. Yeah. They got Ryan Crea, who's a good football player, Zach Newton. There's some guys in that football team that, you know, they're, they're some of the top players in the state of Montana. And then to go along with the fact that they have a great coaching staff there with Coach Sampson running the show, I mean, we're expecting the battle. I, I think they're one of the top teams in the East, if not the state. So, I mean, I, I expect high things from the I, I, They look good in the scrimmage. and. I think as we walk through the off season, they're kind of one of those teams that people are looking at as being an up-and-comer. But I, I don't really know if you're an up-and-comer when you made the playoffs last year and you've been knocking on the door with such good athletes. So we're expecting a hell of a battle down there. And, I mean, that, that I mean, I think every game we have is a game of the week. But I, I think from other people's perspective, this is going to be a big one. Yeah, it's a, it's a big start right out of the shoots. It's, you know, it, there's no question about that. Uh, a couple final ones for you, but how do you see the Western AA uh, this year? I mean, we know how good Sentinel was last year. Capitals even going to be good. Helena High, you know, Glacier's always there. I, um, Butte too. I mean, this is how do you, how do you see the West? You know, I, I think it's. I, I, I'd hate to say it's a transition, but I, I think there's some teams that are coming in. You know, when we had added Butte into the mix, you know, a couple of years ago into the conference, we were split into conferences in the eight teams. The, the West just got better. I just think that right now there's a little bit of thing that, that I hate to throw out the word parody, but I think in the West this year you'll see a lot of good football teams. I mean, Hellgate's now got themselves on the blocks now where they're playing well every year, and they're a challenge, and Coach Morris got a good thing going there. Um, the teams that I guess, I mean, you're top dogs from Capitol to Sentinel to Glacier and to us. We're, I mean, I think those are the four you always have to look for in the West, but I think Hellgate's knocking on that door. Um, in Butte right now, I, I would tell you, I, I think that they're kind of the hidden entity of the state right now, but they've got some talent down there, and they are going to be massive on the old line and D-line. And they're going to move some people. So I, I think that's one of those teams that people better probably keep their eye on right away. Uh, you know, and they got a new coach up at Flathead, and I, yeah. Coach Cummings, I mean, he's been in the program before, but I think he's going to have to do some building first to get his own his own identity on that program right away to try to get some things changed up there, but that'll be tough. Uh, like I said, the West is it's so fun because, you know, I, I look at this way. People always kind of naysay about certain teams over here, but a team like the Big Sky Eagles, you walk in and Coach Johnson and his staff, you're in for a battle. They, they got some tough football players. And they may not have the same caliber kids as everyone else, but I'll tell you what, he coaches the hell out of them, and they get they walk in a game, and you got yourself a struggle every game with them. So I think they're just parity is a great way of saying it, but at the same point in time, I just think there's quality coaching and quality teams on this side of the state that dude, they just do a good job of getting prepared. Do you worry about the East aside from the non-conference games, or do you? I mean, you got to focus on the Western conference games, but how much do you look at the East and 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 
plan out or, you know, go from there? Like, okay, well, if this thing happens and the playoffs, or do you even worry about it and just take it game by game? You know, it's a game by game situation, Jason. You know, we got, we got so much to worry about it each day, you know, but I mean, I, I'm not going to lie. We look through the season and, you know, as you walk through their non-conference last year, we didn't have non-conference. So you don't get to do that great comparison as they do, you know, years past when you play an East team, you kind of have a good idea of what you're going to face them. Um, last year, you didn't know who was good and who was bad on the East side of the state because you couldn't judge the talent. So there was no ability. Now this year, I mean, like I, I'll take our first, our first conference game is against Butte. Well, we're going to have a very good idea what Butte High is going to have because of the East opponents. They play Billing Senior the first game this Thursday, and then they play Great Falls High the second game. Well, we're vice versa. we got Great Falls High and Senior the next game. So from a East side, that's going to help us out immensely because we know the caliber of teams those two teams are. So we'll get a pretty good matchup of what we think Butte's going to be. And then throughout the year, you're going to look over there and you're going to start sniffing. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I start sniffing right around <laughs> mid-October, a little bit earlier October. I start to look at the east side saying, oh, okay, this team's pretty being salty. And we'll start looking at it from that standpoint. But it's usually not until you get right around game five or six that you start really peeking your head over there. And, of course, there's the same dogs over there, that uh, the, the usuals, right? You've got West, you've got Senior, you've got Bozeman. Belgrade could be a dangerous team this year. Yeah, you know, and I just don't – our problem is, like I said, I, I, I've told people, I don't even know what the Gallatin Raptors uniforms look like. I couldn't pick them out of a crowd. I mean, I, I mean, there's there's teams over on that side of the ball, of the state I don't see very often. You know, oh. we used to see the wrestlers every year, but now we don't. Uh, you know, I heck, I don't remember the last time – you know, we haven't played Skyview. I, I can't remember the last time we played Skyview. So, you know, some of those teams, I don't get enough to – even, even though, I mean, we walked in all state, all conference meetings. I, I, I just trust your coaches that they're telling me they're good players because I really don't know. <laughs> well, Skyview and Gallatin have kind of the same colors, I think. That, uh, the blue and, and grayish type thing. Yeah, I, I just know that the Raptors are in there somewhere. So I just know yeah. the Gallatin Raptors. I, that's all I know. And I, I mean, it's, it's funny because I, I have never seen their school before, so that's how far I've been. And, like, we haven't been to Billings. I, I can't remember. You know, so it's probably the state title team. Yeah. I think we played Billings Senior. So there's that, that's kind of how the, this whole conference thing is done for us. Is if, you don't, if you don't play them in a non-conference schedule, you don't know much about those right. guys. Well, I think maybe the last time you played Skyview might have been 2013 playoff loss. At home? Yeah, it, it could have been. It was a it was a while ago. Or maybe I know the that. next it, year. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, I mean that's that's what I mean. I I know in this new regime of Coach Wall. I mean, I I think Leb Sox last two years we didn't play them. So I just said I haven't seen some of those guys for a long time. And, and Gallatin's not on our books for a while. And Belgrade, we had them one year. We had them Belgrade when uh so, well the two years ago we had Belgrade on our schedule and we played them in a huge rainstorm, but. That's the only time we faced them. That was our first year in Double A. So, you know, it's the East. You look at, you know, I, I know right now that Coach Stanton down at Billings West, he's got a heck of a squad yeah. coming back. I mean, I, I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm gonna take pay attention to some of those guys right there because he's got some potentially best athletes in the state on his squad this year, and they can do some serious damage to some teams. So they're gonna have a tough one right on the gates of Sentinel. So that'll kind of be kind of those games that I'll look at from the standpoint of kind of seeing where everybody's at. Yeah, that, that's a big first round, uh, first weekend game too. Holy cow, Sentinel and West. That's a that's a state championship preview in some years, some years. Yeah, exactly. You know, so you're you're getting two of the highest quality teams right out of the gate. But, I mean, I I potentially look at that as a huge game, just like the Senior Butte game. I think the Senior yeah. Butte game is one of those games that, as a fan, I'm I'm going to pay attention to that thing on Thursday night because that starts the season out right away, and it's in a situation where number one, I think there's two top quality teams yeah. from the West and East. All right, who wins? Uh, who wins the FCS title this year? Uh, well, let's see here. <laughs> uh, well, if, if I see if I if I show favoritism, then I'm in trouble. See, that's where I got I got to get my guys recruited and things like that. Well, you know the you know the <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Send them out to NDSU. Why not? 
Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I just, I, I've got a son who's on the Grizzlies now, and I love the fact that he's playing for the Grizzlies. It's a great thing, but I have great ties to MSU and things like that. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I'm, I'm going to have to lean to the west side of the mountains. I'm just going to say that right now. I'm going to. I'm gonna go that route. At least wow. I, you know, I, I don't know enough about MSU right now because when Choder left, I didn't know. I don't know much about the program down there. So, hey, I, mean, I, I, I got to ask you this: Were you were you on the team when um, Coach Beer said don't party in Dillon, and then so everybody went to like the Pony Bar? I, you know, Coach Beers was after me. I know <laughs> Coach Beers very well. I, I I was actually one of those players. I mean. I, we we were just away from everything that would cause trouble and mayhem down uh-huh. there. We were, uh, we we actually probably were. They had to bring in some ruffians after us because we were just we were we're we're kind of very sensible and laid back guys. All of us were. <laughs> oh my god! I called bull on that. <laughs> I got it. I talked to him in June, and that's my favorite story. Is he goes? You guys can't party in Dillon, so they all went everywhere else. Oh yeah, there, yeah. There's there's enough places close by to Dillon, you know, far away enough away from Dillon that no one knows, you know. And that that's the, that's the thing about that area down there. That, Southwest Montana has a lot of little haunts and little places to go to down there that are great places. And, and I always tell people when they come to Montana, you know, don't forget about that part of the state. That's a great section of the state of Montana. All right. So how often did you guys go to like Twin Bridges or Sheridan or Harrison? We took our trips down there every once in a while. There's some great fishing down there too. We gotta understand that. You hear fly fishermen. <laughs> You're and so politically correct right now. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, there's a good trip. And uh, well, you know, I had to, I had great rodeo friends and things like that. The Reynolds family outside Twin Bridges. So I used to go down there and, you know, muck around with those guys out there. So I had some good times over that area. That's, like I said, that's, that's some places in the state of Montana that you should get to. Just to see what small town in Montana is about, because that's that's still one of the best locations around. Is right outside of Dillon. There, yeah. you get over to Sheridan, Twin Bridges, those areas like that, and even Whitehall. You're talking about some quality areas of just the state of Montana and great people. Yep, no, nope, 100%. Um, if you get a chance, go back and listen to my uh, Coach Beers interview. It was fantastic. Um, back from June. But hey, have a great season. I look forward to chatting with you each and every week. Good luck to the Bengals this year. I'm going to stop in. Some point and get a helmet from you. Um, Sounds good. I've got my West High helmet. Coach Stanton's the only high school coach so far to follow through. So, oh no, we've got well, I've got Jefferson too. Oh, okay. Well, Clint has a bigger budget than I do, and I know oh, Stanton has a huge budget. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about probably the richest two programs in the state of Montana, yeah. Jefferson County and Billings West. I, they're about comparison. I would tell Coach Money that too. I figure I now I know you have a huge budget. Give him a helmet like. Sandy. I don't know how old it is, but um, I'll take Well, if, if it says Charlton on the back, you know how old that sucker is. I was going to tell you that right now. Okay, I'll check. <laughs> hey, uh, I look forward to chatting. Like I said, uh, good luck on Friday night uh, up there in the Electric City. Make some magic happen and uh, have some fun. All right, appreciate it, Jason. You take care, and as always, go Bengals. That is uh, Helena High Coach uh, Scotty Evans. Man, he's so much fun to chat with. I love our weekly chats during the football season. So much fun. Uh, Bengals at Great Falls on Friday night. That'll be a good one. You can watch it on the NFHS network and uh, listen to it on uh, one of the Great Falls radio stations. It'll be pretty good. Uh, Let's see here. I know we're going to lose our Treasure State radio audience, so we'll see you tomorrow at 4 as they, uh, they leave at the top of the hour. So, Eight seconds, seven, six. See you tomorrow at four on uh, Treasure State Radio. Um, we'll talk to Ryan Norse, Western coach, Lizzie Klinker. Okay, they're gone. Okay. <laughs> we'll continue. We have uh, On This Day in History. i uh, got a couple of other things in the walk-off to chat about, too. So uh, let's get to On This Day. It is brought to you by Big Sky Printwear. We print what you wear. Yeah. And that includes uh, whether it's one shirt, 100 shirts, whatever. We're going to get some new shirts coming up, uh, Jason Walker Show shirts, too. Today is August the 25th. It is Park Service Founders Day. It is uh, Whiskey Sour Day, Kiss and Makeup Day, Secondhand Wardrobe Day, and National Banana Split Day. Uh, 1904, champion James Jeffries gets a second-round technical knockout over Jack Monroe in San Francisco. Jeffries then retires. 
after his seventh heavyweight boxing title defense. 1910 U.S. Open men's tennis. William Larned gets his fourth consecutive U.S. singles title. 1924 Washington Senator pitcher Walter Johnson with his second no-hitter. Today's a good day to pitch a no-hitter in the majors over the years. So that's one. 1946 PGA Championship Ben Hogan wins the first of his nine majors. Uh, 1950, Sugar Ray Robinson with a KO to win the middleweight title. 1952, Detroit Tiger Virgil Trucks with his second no-hitter of the year. That's pretty good. But in 1967, Dean Chance of Minnesota got his second no-hitter of the month. That's pretty good, too. Arthur Ashe becomes becomes the first African-American to win the U.S. Singles Championship in 1968 on this date. 1986, Mark McGuire hits his first Major League home run. 2019 at the Tour Championship, Rory McIlroy of Northern Ireland wins by four to win 15 mil. And a year ago today, Chicago White Sox pitcher Lucas Giolito with a no-hitter. I think that's so that's like five on this date that we know of, four, five. Happy birthday, Althea Gibson, born on this date in 1927. Uh, Lonis Wigger, born on this date in 1935, the competitive rifle shooter, Olympic gold, 64, silver in 72, born on this date in Great Falls. And uh, lived, what's that uh, town between Great Falls, or Fort Benton and and, uh, Big Sandy? Why can't I think of it? You know what I'm talking about. If you know, tweet it or message it. (laughs) I can't read. Loma, that's it, Loma. Uh, 1819? Well, today's a good day for no-hitters, and also if you're Scottish, to be born. Great, two great Scots. 1819, Alan Pinkerton was born in Glasgow, Scotland, uh, the private detective, founder of the Chicago Detective Agency that helped track down and, uh, you know, a lot of the outlaws and stuff, like Jesse James. 1930, Sir, uh, Sir Sean Connery was born in Edinburgh, Scotland. He is uh, old. Push it, push it galore. I can't do a Sean Connery, but that's the only thing I can say. 1931, Regis Philbin was born. He passed away a year ago. It is uh, Billy Ray Cyrus's birthday, born on this date in 1961. couple of deaths on this date, big ones. 2012, Neil Armstrong passed away at the age of 82. John McCain died on this date in 2018. On this day, brought to you by Big Sky Print, where we print what you wear. We're almost at the end of the show. What did we learn? And what did he miss? Time for the walk-off. Okay. Speaking of, so this is cool. Uh, yesterday we talked to Kaylee Chartier, who's heading off to Nationals for uh, boxing. She's a 12-year-old stud. Won Montana, won Regionals. Now she's off to, to win Nationals next week down in Kansas City. Uh, her mom and Kaylee donated some shoes to the studio for a display only. Uh, let's see, can we do, is it this camera? Yeah, so we got some shoes from uh, Kaylee. Um, those are her boxing shoes. And then, this is really cool. Check this out. Let's see if I can, should I put this on? We've got one of her belts. How cool is that? Yeah, that is one of uh, Kaylee's belts that she has won in her uh, illustrious uh, career. That is one of her, uh, I don't know which one that is. Just says champion. So, really cool. We'll find a couple of uh, awesome spots to display her shoes and uh, the title belt. So, that's pretty cool. Appreciate uh, Chartier's for that. Uh, let's see. We missed a birthday yesterday, and I had to go back to it. So, by the way, the walk-off is presented by Cafe Zydeco, where the big easy meets the big sky. Stop in for dinner tonight. 1981, yesterday was the birthday of... A Taiwanese singer and actor born in Taipei, Taiwan, which is soon to be taken over by China. But uh, Jiro Wang Dong Chen was born yesterday on uh, its anniversary of his birthday, 1981. Wang Dong Cheng. Jiro Wang Dong Cheng. Happy birthday. All right. We'll do this again tomorrow. Four o'clock. Hey, thanks to Scott Evans for joining us. Ryan and Darcy Mapston as well. Tomorrow, 
Lizzie Klinker will join us. She's going to play basketball over in Germany. We're going to talk to her. Western coach Ryan Norse will join us as well. they got a big game against Carroll opening up the season on Saturday. Football's here, my friends. First high school football game is tomorrow night. JasonWalkerShow.com if you missed anything or want to rewatch anything. And tomorrow, a teaser. We're going to talk about, remember the baby that was on the album cover of Nirvana's Nevermind? We're going to talk about that tomorrow. Have a great day. Predictions tomorrow, too, our first of the year. See you back here at 4, Jason Walker Show. The Jason Walker Show is produced by the Jason Walker Media Company. Any reuse, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express written consent of the Jason Walker Show is strictly prohibited. Just listen, watch, and enjoy.